No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Ketchup Sports Talk via Chicago. We're back. Summer break is over. Over. Nick Harvey, Big Nick the Quicks in the building. Back. It's been a long time. Man, I was looking at the page, and it's been a month. Yeah. Feels like three. No, I think it's been since, like, May. I don't think we did anything in June. Yeah, so I guess it's been, like, almost six weeks. Almost two two months, yeah. Yeah, real shit. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so glad to be back. Sir. Summertime. Summertime is slow, but the NBA has kept it pretty spicy. Crazy. Crazy spicy. Crazy. Extra spicy. Nonstop. Three-piece spicy. Extra crispy. Yep. (laughs) We're going to do an NBA recap. We're going to talk free agency. We're going to talk the big stories. Uh, Anything else that's popping right now, the NFL is kind of around the corner. College football is in 45 days, so that means the NFL is right after that. Um, Training camp starts next week. Yep. So we got lots to talk about. Mitch Trubisky, seventy-five Madden rating. Yo, a disrespect. Is that game. what it is? Yeah, and Josh Allen's a seventy-four. Wait, so a seventy-five? They gave him the seventy-five. They hit him with the seventy-five. The C, it's a C. That's a C minus. That is kind of disrespectful. Yeah, very disrespectful. That's disrespectful yeah, for yeah. the for the true man. But Khalil I, got the ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Yeah, 99. I think one of four people that got ninety-nine. Yeah, him. Uh, Gurley. Who wasn't Todd Gurley good night? Hey, what? I thought his Todd knees Gurley, don't even work no more. Yeah, yeah, ninety nine. Nah, bro. Gurley, dude on the Bobby Wagner. It was Wagner, Khalil Mack, yeah. Donald, and someone and Gurley. else. Gurley. Nah, bro. Yes. Gurley ain't getting no ninety nine. Todd Gurley hit him with the ninety nine. Hold on, G. I'm hit, a, I, I got to look this up they right hit now. Todd Hold Gurley on. with the ninety nine. Madden twenty. What is this? Twenty twenty ratings. Yeah. Madden twenty twenty. Todd Gurley ninety nine. Dude, you're so wrong, bro. How, he didn't even play in the playoffs. How you got 99, bro? Come on, G. Stop it. They talking about his knees. Don't, he said he had arthritis. I know, How you got a 99, bro? His workload this year. Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, Khalil Mack, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, that's who it was. Okay, the was boy DeAndre with the hands. Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins got Damn, the hands. Hopkins hands. got the 99. Bro, he's like that. Yeah, he's good. Someone, but but, but someone's definitely biased over that's, at that's EA. That's a wild. Yeah, that's a, I, lo- I love DeAndre Hopkins. One of the best receivers in the, the league. league. But that's for him to be the only wide receiver. Not a ninety-nine. 99? Yeah, no, ninety-nine is like Aaron Donald level. Yeah, you got to be like okay, hands down. It has to be no discussion. No discussion. Yeah. No doubt. Let's catch up real quick, G. What yeah. you been on? What you been up to? I ain't it's seen you. Join, join I've been out of town. Yeah, it's I've been out of summer, town, man. You know. Nothing too crazy, man. Happy to – I know you don't like to talk about the weather, but, you know, happy the weather is finally <laughs> nice. You know, getting yeah. to kick it outside, you know, barbecue and all that, man. Nothing too crazy, though. Of course. Yeah, just enjoying the summertime, man. It's, it's nice to be outside the house. Yes, man. Like, I don't think, you know, like, you really appreciate, like, that two months that you get to get back outside because, you know, it's it's wild for the, for the other ten months. But chilling, man. How about you, man? You've been on a whirlwind tour, man. Not even a whirlwind multi, tour. Multi-Vegas multi trip. Yeah, I've been in Vegas a bunch. I was yeah. playing some poker. Yeah. Got to experience playing some poker tournaments, which was How'd a lot do? of fun. I made some money. Yeah? So you yeah, got not, I didn't green? make any money in tournaments, but I, I'm a cash game guy. Were you in the green for the trip, though? Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, in the black. Yeah, yeah. I was in the... Yeah, we yeah. made some money. Okay. So it was a, it was a fun, profitable... 
summer out there. So it was cool. Decent. And it was dope because since you want to talk about the weather all the time, I heard when I was out there, it wasn't even, it was pretty brick out here yeah. in like early June. Yeah. And it all was, of June. It was still like winter. Yeah. So I yeah. skipped that and yep. then I came back and I was hot. So yeah, it's good. Nice. It's decent. Yeah. I wanted to, since we're talking about Vegas, the summer league, uh-huh. I went out there, was able to catch a couple games, saw everyone in the world. Yeah. If you want to go out yeah. and see like everybody in the NBA and like they're in the arms reach from you, go out to Vegas for the That's summer league. That's what I've league. heard, yeah. Go hang out at the Wynn. Yeah. Go hang out at Aria. Go hang out at the Cosmo. They're everywhere. Everybody, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. You want to bump into a, the GM? He's there. Yeah. You want to bump into Zion Williamson? He's out there. Yeah. Like, everyone is there, right. and they're just walking around. Just walking around, yeah. So, that was cool, man. I was able to um, – my guy D-Will was out there for some meetings. My <laughs> guy Max works for Tandem, so he was out there. So, I was able to kick it with him. Um, met a lot of dudes. Kicked it, had a glass of wine with Steve Blake. Shout out Steve Blake. Shout out Steve Did Blake, legend. Fight? Did you ask him about the fight? Nah, bro, I didn't oh, ask man. him about you it. But it was about when Steve Blake put the hands up. <laughs> you should have that clip queued up. Nah, it was on my... Uh, Steve Blake put up the hands. Yeah, nah, Steve Blake's not going. Steve Blake's super cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, kicked it with a bunch of NBA dudes. It just reaffirms that just regular guys that are yeah. hoopers. Um, speaks for the Bulls. Talked to Thad Young. He's happy to be in Chicago. Of course. Uh... He got some love on the deal. He was happy about that. Yeah. Um, I reassured him that the like the winners aren't as bad as he thinks they're going to be. Yeah, we played in Minnesota for a year, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he's he'll be. All right. He's. I mean, yeah, he's he's used to the Midwest. He'll be all right, man. So the money. He's looking forward to coming out. I saw Kobe White at the Cosmo. Said what's up. Had a good year. Have yeah. a good year. All that. So everybody's out. Everybody's there. out there. Everybody it's, who's anybody. Yeah, anybody who's anybody. Bronny saw Bron. Uh, Bron moves in a different. Bron probably moves in a different way. Bron was there for that first Zion game. Yeah, and like the night before, maybe he was in there, kicked it, and then they 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 were. Gone. He moves differently. Yeah, he he's not. I didn't see him walking. He's not gonna be there. walking around the casino like, hey, yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like he can't do that. He can't do that. Like Malcolm Brogdon could still walk around the lobby. Malcolm and no Brogdon could sit thing. down, yeah, have a cup of coffee. No, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, kicked it, played some blackjack with. Uh, Who's the PG on uh, Detroit? I'm blanking. Oh, uh, uh, Reggie Jackson. Dude, yeah, Reggie Jackson. Play, yeah. play some black back with Reggie Jackson. Like, they, everybody was kicking Everybody's it. out there, yeah. Everybody's just cool. So, uh, that was fun. It was fun to see everybody. It was fun to catch some hoops. Uh, it was good to see. Uh, you see the Bulls? I didn't see the Bulls. Okay. Um, I watched I honestly, I ended up watching all their games on TV. Yeah. Because what I would usually do was get up, get some breakfast, kind of kick it, and then I would catch the games in like the afternoon, and then we go out at night, get some dinner, and all that sure. stuff. Yep. Um, Daniel Gafford was balling. Yeah, crazy. Like stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like I hate to, I hate to be like, yo, this guy what a steal, but it's like summer league, he looked really good. Yeah. So that was it's that like, was like develop into one of those rim running bigs. You know, crazy athlete yeah. plays hard. Yeah, all that. Just got to kind of put it together, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right, let's talk about this NBA free agency. Man, where do you want to start? Man. I think we should start, what is it, the day after the finals ended? I want to say, yeah. If the finals ended on a Thursday, on Friday, Anthony Davis was traded. Yes. I think that sounds right. 24 hours. I mean, but he was traded months prior. He was traded months prior, <laughs> but the deal the deal but, was, was you know, finally put together, leaked, you know, put out whatever it was, was just... 
you know, I mean, we can even go back just real quick on the playoffs and the finals. Just what a what a playoff and finals for the NBA, right? Shout out to Toronto, Kawhi. We didn't really get a chance to talk about that, um, but you know, shout an out Kawhi absolute all time run, all time, an all timer, all timer. They will go down Whenever in history. Whenever you needed him, he was there. It will go down in history as all, one of the yeah. the one of the most the best runs ever. One of the best runs of all time. Yeah, yeah. and just it's the got two buzzer way beaters. play, the rebounding, the buzzer beaters, the big moments, the situation of him being traded and yeah. him being there for one year period, yep. point blank. Yeah, like it's an all timer, bro. Yeah, and just the emergence of some of the other guys on that squad. You got the Pascal. Shout out Fred Van Vliet, Rockford's finest. Rockford's finest. Yeah, yeah all that. It yeah, was great. So it man. was great. I mean, just a great NBA playoffs, and then it ends. You think it's gonna be cool for a minute before July first or June thirtieth? I should say hits, and then bam, Anthony Davis traded the next day. Yeah, um, to the Lakers. Right, in that deal with the Pelicans, in which the Pelicans got a pretty good haul. Um, I think some people are overrating what they got a little bit, especially on the player side. It's like, hey, look, I get it. Like, there's a lot of potential with these dudes if they pan out. But we've also seen these dudes play together, right? I loved Lonzo coming out the draft. There was no bigger Lonzo ball guy than me. But look, a lot needs to go right with him, right? Like, he needs to learn to become at least an average shooter. Brandon Ingram... He checks the box on, like, everything that you want. He's young. He's big. He's athletic. He's versatile. But we still haven't seen him prove that he can be a number one or, like, a number two guy. But, again, he's still pretty young. Josh Hart is Josh Hart. You know, if you have a good team, Josh Hart's going to be a good rotation player for you. He's solid, you know, whatever. But nothing necessarily to write home about. The picks could be good. But if the Lakers are good for a while and Anthony Davis is still a young player. So yeah, LeBron might be at the tail end of his career, but Anthony Davis is entering his prime. Assuming they keep him and continue to build around that those picks might not necessarily turn into anything great. So it's always good to get first round picks. It's good to get NBA players that can come and play for you. I'm happy that they got that done, but people were like, Oh my God, David Griffin, like he pulled off uh, the biggest deal ever, which Let's, let's keep it real here. David Griffin, when he wasn't working for the Cavs, he was working for ESPN. He's like the most loved executive by the media. They call him Griff. Yeah. Anytime the media calls you by your nickname, <laughs> yeah. it's like if they're like, hey, Quick made a good trade. They'd be like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. can't, I can't trust what you're saying. You call my man you Griff. Say, you, you saying Rich Paul get this whole name saying. Yeah. Richard Paul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. it's just like, you know, I think they got a lot of love on that. And it was a good deal for them. But they were also, you know, there was no choice. We saw the deals that came after that, and it's like, hey, you maybe could have got more, but, you know, whatever. I like I like the deal. Obviously, Anthony Davis wasn't going to stay around there. You had to do something. You're bringing in Zion. You got some young players, and he bought some time. So I can't knock that, but it started, it started on day one with the AD trade, going to team up with LeBron, and apparently nobody else. Does let's, We'll start on the Lakers then. Yeah. Do you think they missed out on anyone by waiting for Kawhi? Or was that about as much as they were going to get anyway? I think that's all they were going to get. Right. I mean, that's that's kind of so how who I feel they, about it. So who actually signed a contract, right? Who left the team? Kevin Durant wasn't going to play for the Lakers. No. Kyrie Irving wasn't going to play for the Lakers, right? Who else signed somewhere? Um, Kimba Walker wasn't going to play for the Lakers. They were talking about it. They were talking about it, but I think once – if you're Kimball Walker, the best situation you could possibly go to is Boston. Why? Because Brad Stevens has had success with that type of player. 
The reason he didn't have success with um, Kyrie had nothing to do with basketball. That was just a personality yeah. mismatch. I mean, the whole, the whole, the, we talked about it all year. Their whole situation was screwed up the entire year. If you're Kimba, who's by all accounts a great teammate, a great guy, and we know he's ultra talented, why not go with Stevens, who's had success with that, and you slot right in there? You know, hey, we need a number yeah, one scorer. You are a number one yeah, scorer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you're not an asshole. You know, you're not going <laughs> to walk around telling yeah. J- Jason Tatum that the earth is flat and things yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So I think if you're him, that's the best situation. I think it's tough. T- who wants to go play with LeBron? I-, I wouldn't just enter in that orbit of that scrutiny and that constant just like guys don't necessarily want to do that, especially if you're established like that. I think for AD, yeah, but we also know who's pulling the strings back there. That's clutch. He's in the clutch. Yeah. You know I, mean? I was thinking more of, I guess, the second tier guys. Like – would they have tried to prioritize J.J. Redick instead of Danny Green if they knew Kawhi wasn't going? Something like that. That That's yeah. more of what I was thinking. Or like a Bogdanovich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Add someone like that in that, that second tier that they essentially were waiting for Kawhi. Yeah. And people that they could have pitched were flying off, we're the, flying board off the board because yeah. they were waiting on Kawhi. True. And Kawhi played him. Yeah. Pleased him. He made sure they didn't get anybody else. We're gonna. I want. We're gonna get to Kawhi. Yeah. But I want to address that whole LeBron atmosphere. I think that's overplayed. Cause you're gonna get scrutiny wherever you go if you're a big time player. Yeah. It's gonna be heightened with the LeBron thing, but dog. And I love that they announced he's gonna play point guard. Man, if I'm Anthony Davis and LeBron's gonna be my point guard. That's why wouldn't I want to go over there? Hasn't he played point guard the last sixteen yeah, years? Yeah, but so, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean, like yeah. he's the primary ball handler on any team he's on. But if they were gonna add, like, but if you're Kemba Walker, yeah, and then can you imagine being like Kemba Walker or like say Kyrie for example? Yeah. They add you, and then they're like, all right, LeBron's gonna run the one. You're yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, what on. am I supposed to do? Yeah, like, yeah. ah, bro, Catch and shoot? I'm a, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I'm the point guard type thing, right? Yeah. So that's like it, it would have had to fit. But yeah, I see what you mean by the second tier guys, but also in their defense, I mean, you and when you're in that position and you're in you're in you're one of his finalists and obviously, you know, hindsight is 2020 it's yeah. easy to say oh he got they got played, they should have saw it coming. No nobody. There's not a, there's not a person on this earth and in in, in in the leak age, right? Where if I tell you something right now, there's a fucking 8% chance that someone we don't know might hear about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. In the leak age, especially in like something where in the like NBA free agency where everybody's trying to get a story. Everybody's talking to everybody's cousin. You're talking to somebody's gardener. You're talking to his masseuse. You want to find out what's going on. Right. Nothing came out. You can't blame them for playing the Kawhi Wading game because it's all worth it if he comes, right? And again, we can look back on it and be like, oh, well, he didn't come. They played themselves, but it's all good. When the dust settled, you have LeBron and Anthony Davis, and that's what you're building around. And I think you, had, figure to, it out. you had to wait. You had to wait. You had no choice. You had no choice. If you have he a choice, you, that, he was holding you hostage. Yeah. If that goes through, you have LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi Leonard. You could have Nick Harvey and Sean Little as the other two spots on there, and you're going to win some ball games. And we're scoring a couple buckets. And we, yeah, I'll probably hit a three <laughs> or two. And I'm fucking around and get a triple double. But you know, like so so at that point, like they have no real choice. So like, yeah, it's easy to say you missed out, but I mean, it is what it is at that point. But um So no. Kawhi Kawhi did his thing. I mean, nobody saw it coming. That was that was well played. I mean, all you can say once it happened is 
There was not a person who was like, yo, I had this coming, right? Not a single person, and it came out of nowhere, and, th- and that's just kind of how it shook. But at the end of the day, they still have um, LeBron and Anthony Davis. And, they and you know, it, it, if Boogie, and I don't even want to talk like this, but if he gets healthy, right? Because understand, last year he was spending the regular season when he came back trying to get into shape, right? Yeah. And Boogie's a big man. It's not like a small guy getting back into shape. When a big man doesn't play and doesn't work out for a while, he's just going to get out of shape. That's a lot of man. You know what I mean? And he played at a pretty hefty size, right, to begin with. I mean, he was never in elite shape. He was never in elite right. shape, but he was a big dude right. that was, like, you know, right. powerful and all that. That's just not going to – you can't you can't play that back into shape in 25 regular season games, right? Dude spend the entire offseason getting ready for the season. So you can't take what you saw from him in the playoffs and say, that's Boogie, that's for sure what he is going forward. So if they were able to steal him, right, and he turns into 75% of the player that he was – that could end up being a really smart sign. I thought that that should have happened from day one. I mean, if you're le- Boogie, that's the best situation you can go into. You're going to play because look at the roster. It's me, AD, and Kuz, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, Lakers signed Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, Danny Green, Avery Bradley. Danny Green signing is great. Quinn Cook, Troy Daniels. I didn't realize that guy. I didn't even think about that. Danny yeah. Green, Avery Bradley. Yeah. Avery Bradley's been off the radar for a couple of years. If he can be okay, he's a good defender. Um, Danny Green, look, you know what Danny Green is. Yeah. Get him in the playoffs. The boy's been there before. He's a winner. 3D. He's got two of them. He runs around. He's runs in great around, shape. Runs around. Great he shape. Down. Yeah, yeah. He knocks down jump shots. Yep, yeah. sure. He played with LeBron before. LeBron knows him. Yep. That's his guy. Yeah. Sure. Bring him and on. And he's under no pressure. Yeah. He just, he's just going to go out there and play ball. Right. Um... Jared Dudley brings some bring some character, veteran answer. character veteran guy. Those character. type of guys that like to play. LeBron loves those type of guys because right. LeBron's all about guys. It was like Shannon Fry a few years back. You want those guys who keep the mood light. LeBron you knows talking his about aura. Shannon Fry, the guy that shot like ninety six percent from three. <laughs> yeah, the, he, was, he was a kid. ridiculous. <laughs> But, you know, you yeah. read all the articles. It was like, oh, he was great for the locker room. Yeah. It, it was so tense before he got there. So you need those types. Yeah, they start Jer- shooting podcasts on the plane and all that. Young NBA players, let me tell you something right now. Be Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley will get checks for another four to five years in this league. And when he's done with that, he'll get a nice little TV show. He'll be on Get Up. Be Jared Dudley. It's the path to success. Be Jalen Rose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody likes you. Guys want to bring you in. Do not be Carmelo Anthony. Do not be Carmelo. Don't, don't be, be left. Don't don't play musical chairs left with nowhere to sit. You know what wow. I mean? Wow! Don't that, that it, was so good. Bro. The thing with Melo though is Melo's <laughs> made Melo's made hundreds of millions of dollars, so he's okay. But like when you're talking about a Jared Dudley, like be Jared Dudley, man. It's yeah. cool. Look at Vince Carter. They're still talking about. Hey, should we sign Vince Carter? He's 42 years old. Yeah. Be like that. It's not that. Just be a, be a good dude, and the league will reward you forever. They like they want that. Speaking of that, it's crazy. When I was in Vegas, Shout out Jared Dudley. You know how many. Like Steve Blake guys type guys, I saw that that were part of some front. some or, foreign you, office. I do. Tayshawn Prince. Oh yeah, Tayshawn's doing dude, big things. Isn't Brendan he? Haywood. Is Tayshawn a GM or like yeah, a he's director? Like assistant GM yeah, or something? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would see all these. Brendan dudes. Haywood. Yeah. Brendan Haywood. Steve Blake. Who's like some other people I saw? Earl Boykins. Earl, like, shout you out see, Earl Boykins. Like you see guys like Yo, that. They're Earl just Earl Boykins. Was like five. How small was Earl Boykins? Oh my God, bro, he's little. Is man. it like crazy to believe that he played in the Earl NBA? Earl Boykins when he saw was walking by like, <laughs> and he was almost his head was almost even with the roulette table. Used to get buckets. You know what I'm saying? Like get, Earl Boykins was a bucket in the association. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Earl yeah. Boykins <laughs> can play ball. Get buck. He's like five six. Yeah. Right? He, I mean, no, but not. But 
I think five, five nine. six, five seven, five eight. Five yeah. nine, yeah. Maybe, like, yeah. Tiny. Little dude. Little dude. Basket. Bucket. <laughs> good, yeah. good but, but yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a you good stick point. around, man. I mean, I, I think Jalen Rose is like the, the, the pinnacle of it. It's like, you know, Jalen Rose, good player, right? Never was an all-star, but it was always a popular player. Great with the media. Always available to give an interview. And look at him now. He's making $5 million a year at ESPN. Chilling. For the rest of his life. Yeah. He's, oh, he's chilling. He's good. Yeah. Like the basketball money's in the bank. And, I spend this and, ESPN check. And hasn't. Really, how do I say this without sounding petty? Hasn't compromised himself at all. No. Still acts the same, talks the 100% same, himself. dresses the same. Yep. And yeah, he's done exactly. He's done exactly the what blueprint. This. The blueprint. He's got the blueprint. The up blueprint. There. <laughs> no doubt. You know. So yeah. But um. But yeah, dude. This so is. So yeah, we're going to. I was wondering how we got there. We we're talking about Jared Dudley. The yeah, yeah, we're talking about Jared Dudley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is by far the wildest summer NBA summer of all time. I mean, it's just. It's just the first time. I mean, the NBA, we know the players run the we NBA. We say it every summer. But this is the first time where we, we've we almost seen every player get whatever he wants at yeah. every move. Mm-hmm. AD wants to go to the Lakers. Kawhi, Kawhi legit had this shit set up. There's no way he didn't have this set up in his hand. He's like, listen, I'm going to sit back, let everybody pick where they're going to go. No one's even thinking about asking OKC to trade for Paul George. Yeah. I'll take care of that. I'm going to leverage them into trading Paul George for the Clippers, and I'm going to go there. Yeah. He just sat back and kicked it. I'm going to use Toronto as a little carry. Like, oh, Toronto was interested in trading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, he just sat back, yeah. and he maestroed the whole shit. It's well, actually incredible. Well, you know the crazy thing, and I think this is where it's not like, you know, the NBA knew that this could happen, but what the NBA was banking on, and what's crazy is that if you look at it, Kawhi Leonard essentially, right, paid ninety million dollars to get out of San Antonio. If you look at oh, his, like what he, if you look at what he ended up getting yeah. and ended up, you know, what he could have had he stayed in San Antonio and signed the supermax, the five year, you know, the Damian Lillard situation, yeah, um, essentially ninety million dollars. And I think the league said at no point will players ever give up that much money to leave. But they now you've seen Durant would, yeah. do it, you've seen Kawhi do it. You saw Boogie do it um, out of Sacramento. And whether or not he wanted to leave, I'm not 100% sure. But you see these guys say, no, nah, I'll leave that money. Uh, Kimba, I mean, he left uh, Charlotte. But apparently they were trying to lowball him. Which Yeah, Mike, Mike tried to lowball Mike, him. Yeah. Mike needs to chill. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you see that. At the same time, Kawhi Leonard is a grown-ass man, and he shouldn't have to pay $90 million to go to where he wants to play basketball at the end of the day. I think it's too it's too – it's too punitive on the players, in my opinion. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think the team, the team has to have some leverage. They do, and that's the leverage that they get. Like, ninety hey, million dollars. He, but he did that. He did it twice, essentially. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He well, left. He, he left San Antonio. Well, so like left fifty Toronto. or sixty from San Antonio. Right. That's a lot of. That's right. a lot of leverage. But it's like you. They gotta. They. You gotta have your small market team have a little bit of leverage to be like, hey, this is. You, we want you to stay, and if you stay, here's an extra fifty. If you're gonna give up that, they really don't want to be there. That's right? a hell of a lot of leverage. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I understand. Or else, I just or think else too much literally, bread. everyone, everyone's just gonna go to LA. Everybody See, just people play ball think, in LA, people, Miami, people, in New York. People think that, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. 
I mean, I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think if something good was going on at a smaller market team, people would go there. Now, what you really, I don't think where you play. Now, what you really got to do is how get much that. time do you spend in that city, bro? You travel for half the year. Bro, Kawhi would have given up his whole he he gave up everything to get to LA. That's well, that's a whole yeah, okay. You Toronto, know what I'm saying? Toronto's like, an outlier, but yeah, I, I get it. But I do this the this quality of life and where they live and where their family's being raised, that's a big deal. Where bro. your family's being raised makes a difference, right? For the older players. But at the same time, man, it's like where you are right now is where you what live. You gotta, Kawhi lives in the house that he's living in right now. What All these really, guys live in the house that they're living in right now. What you really do is you got to finesse the sign and trade. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you get the super max. You get the then super like, max. Uh, uh, actually, get go. me out of yeah, here. Let me get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that money. That's the yeah, super petty. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'll stay. That's the Chris Paul. Let me sign the super That's max. That's what Chris Paul did in, uh, in uh, the Clippers. I'll sign the super I'll max. Sign that, I'll sign that $40 you know million dollars a year and then move me actually, out Actually, you got to move me. I don't yeah. want to be here no more. So it's just crazy, though. I mean, but like we said, I mean, it's good. It's crazy. It gives us something to talk about. The league is completely rearranged next year. Of the top twenty players, what eight, nine of them move teams. Yeah. You know, we haven't even talked. So, what's the, what's the next thing that happens? I mean, what? So, so, like on day one, yeah, I wrote down a little recap. Kaidi K, uh, Kai, KD, Kai, KD. I was trying to say KD, <laughs> KD Kyrie, yeah. and DeAndre go to uh, Brooklyn. Kemba to Boston. Jimmy Butler to Miami. Al Horford to Philly. Yeah, big move. Big move. Big move. D-Lo to Golden State. That's yeah. day one. Yep. Then um, we got Russell to Houston. Yeah. We got Kawhi and PG to the Clippers. Uh-huh. And what, is there any other big moves There's that we're missing? There's probably something that we're missing. Um, Jimmy to Miami. Yeah, Jimmy to Miami. I said that. Which is peculiar. And but why? Why? Because I, I think that's just another, like, it's a lifestyle thing. Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> there's Jimmy, no – I haven't heard the basketball reason to not stay in Philly for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler absolutely punted on winning <laughs> yeah. to get a bunch of money and go kick it and live a great lifestyle in Miami. Which was his he's whole thing about his, getting out of Minnesota. He's punted his career – he's given up on trying to win. You don't think so? There's yeah. absolutely no reason that he would go to Miami if he's trying to win ball games. He doesn't care about – he's going to fade away. He's going to play great basketball. Yeah. The next five years. Okay. He's going to make a ton of money, and he's going to go hang out in Miami. That's I got it. one counter to that. Pat Riley says something to these dudes, right, that makes them – everybody wants to if, – if you get a meeting with – every team in the league is terrified of their player meeting with the Miami Heat. Part of it's lifestyle. I get it. Who doesn't want to live in South Beach? No state income tax. But it's something about the structure – even LeBron would always talk about the structure that Pat Riley provides, right? You sit down with him, and he convinces you that, like, hey, Jimmy, you might come here, and, yeah, you might it might look kind of barren right now, but we're going to start making some moves. So the and we're going we're gonna to build a team around you. you got about four to five years left of prime. Give us two years to put together a winner around you. Guys are going to want to come here just like you want to come here right now, and we're going to build something because we're the Miami Heat. I think that that's part. I don't think Jimmy Butler was just like, fuck it, I want to go live in Miami. I mean, dude lives in L.A. in the offseason. If that was the case, he could have just signed with the Lakers and called it a day. That was the move that I, I was surprised that the Lakers weren't trying to get, get Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. That's the perfect player for them. Yeah, he is. Jimmy and LeBron. LeBron like, at the LeBron one. LeBron and Jimmy should have been playing. Yeah, LeBron, Jimmy, yeah. and Anthony Davis is defensively. Ooh, and then LeBron doesn't have to play yeah. as much deep. You still got to find some shooting because LeBron and Jimmy are both streaky as shit. But yeah. uh, at the same time, like that's just a nasty, a nasty combination, right? So I, I was all – that was the player who I thought – yeah, I never really thought that, like, 
until I guess really at the end that Kawhi was going to go to the Lakers, I thought, why are y'all not going after Jimmy Butler? How can you, the dude lives in LA, right? You can sell him on that unless he has too big of an ego to play with LeBron, which we don't know. Jimmy's a, a peculiar guy, apparently. So is he really peculiar or is he just a guy that likes to play ball, talk shit, does his own thing and wants to be, make a lot of money and be the man on the squad and go well, to Miami? We talked about Why, He's not even we, that we talked complicated. About before. Jimmy got it out the mud. Jimmy doesn't, Jimmy, he, looks at something, he looks at entitled play. That's why he hated Wiggins and Towns. He's like, everything was handed to y'all. Yeah. I had to literally go to community college, Marquette, Fact. get drafted at the end, play for, was lucky enough to play for a coach who respected the fact that I could play defense and just started playing me 45 minutes a game when I couldn't even score yet. Right. And I just, I grinded my way to my opportunity. He looks at someone, and he's like, Towns, okay, I, okay, you're good, right? He looks at someone like Wiggins and said, man, if I was born with that, with that pedigree, yeah. that athletic ability, that natural size, that ability that if you worked hard, you would be a, a monster. He looked at that and was like, I can't, I cannot look at that. Yeah. Everything was given. And they just handed you 140 million for what? Yeah. You haven't even done anything. No, you're garbage. You're, 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 you're actually <laughs> trash. You're actually whack. You, you score 20 a game on, on, a, on like 35% shooting and you cannot shoot threes and you don't play defense and you don't pass, but you have all this talent. But meanwhile, me, I had to literally grind my way to these max deals and they still didn't want to give it to me in Chicago. Remember, yeah. he had to play a prove-it year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that's just his whole thing where he's like, fuck it. I really now want to go where I want to go. I didn't want to go to Minnesota. I didn't necessarily want to go to Philly. I like what Pat Riley's talking about. I like this structure and accountability shit that he talks about because that's Pat Riley's big thing. It's structure and accountability, right? And if you're a dude like Jimmy Butler who's just watched entitled players, and it was probably the same thing in Philly. Embiid and Simmons are entitled players, right? Joel Embiid's fat as shit. Like, yo, Joel Embiid, get in the gym this summer, please. Ben Simmons, shoot a jump. Don't t- Joel listen, Embiid hold on. Not, never been in shape, <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, no I definition. watched Embiid a bunch, and I watched the Sixers. He's a little out of shape. Why is everybody saying that he's, like, insanely out of shape? Because you don't. He, he, he is a little out of shape, but I didn't feel like. I never saw him coming down the stretch of games where he was gassed and like he couldn't finish. He would look gassed, like sometimes. like like not some Donovan McNabb type shit. Yeah, you always look. Hey, <laughs> Yo, McNabb was gassed in the Super Bowl, bro. I saw Tio said he couldn't but even get the playoff. He didn't even get the playoffs. Tio was, was playing with a broken leg. <laughs> we talk about Tio playing the Super Bowl with a broken leg. No, but <laughs> yo, Barkley was on uh, Get Up. I think this morning he was crushing Embiid. Yeah, he was like, "You're fat." You need to lose forty pounds, get in the gym, blah 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 blah. Well, it's just one of those things. If you like, if you imagine, if that dude came to the league, if he came in chiseled, right? Because it's not like he's twenty five now, right? So I mean, he's, it's not like he's like twenty two. They, they need so. to get on that Kevin Love. They need to get on that Kevin Love. Kevin man. Love is shredded. He right got now. super shredded. A lot of those dudes did. I mean, a lot of those dudes. Remember when Mello got when Mello cut up too. Mello was doughy when he came in the league. Mello. Oh when yeah. When did Mello cut up? Mello got I don't sk- he that. got skinny. He, <laughs> he got skinny. Look at Mello back in the Mello Look at Brandon up. up Mello. Mello was fat. You know who knew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, dude, Mello was never in elite shape yeah. ever. But he got better. Towards the end of New York, he started. He got, yeah, he got like, better shape. But yeah. Joel, you want to see him get in shape. Um, but either way, there was always stories of the two of them kind of being in touch. There's always been shit around Ben Simmons and kind of how he is and, you know, whatever. Is this dude really wanted like that? Which I think a lot of that is bullshit. Different guys show it in different ways. Um, but maybe he just said, yeah, Pat Riley spoke to him about that. He's like, oh, we bring accountability here. You know what I mean? I turned Hassan Whiteside into a player, but when he didn't act right, we got rid of him. I turned guys into – how many guys of the Heat turned into players? Hassan Whiteside 
I remember like just hearing him talk and just, did you say you met him one time and you're like, yeah, that dude's not gonna. It's, he should have never given that dude a hundred million. Remember I told you're like, you I would that. never give that dude a hundred million dollars. I met this guy <laughs> in person. I talked to him for three seconds. Yeah. Just saw how he moved. I was like, I would never give this dude a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Like, there's just no way basketball is his well, number one priority. What is it just you just picked up his, vi- his vibe? It was vibe. just the whole vibe? Like, like he doesn't give a shit? What's or? an example of me meeting a dude and be like, this dude's just laser focused? <laughs> or, like, you hear them talk yeah. and you're like, this dude's I would in. I would give this dude would, $100 million. I would million. give yeah. this guy a whole bunch of money <laughs> yeah. and not be that worried no, about it. Yeah, he just didn't Maybe, get... like, Giannis is a good example. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, if you ever – I saw a Giannis 60 Minutes interview. Yeah. And this – I'm like, this dude just – is locked on playing ball. Playing ball. That's what he wants to do. This dude, Hassan Whiteside, <laughs> after all those antics, I get that the year before he got that, he was he was literally a 2020 machine. Yeah. He was he was 2020 in five blocks. Like five blocks. Like three times a week. He was getting triple doubles with blocks. Yeah, like yeah. it was crazy, right? But once you lock this, it's one of those positions where you're like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. This dude's literally going for 20, 20, and five. He's playing crazy defense. He's, he's clearing the gas. He's clearing the glass. But man, if I give this dude $140 million, like there's just no in Miami. Yeah. There's just, just no way this guy's gonna be worried gonna about basketball it. as much as he was before I gave him right, his money. Right. So it's it's a tough spot. But yeah, I saw him, I talked to him for a little bit. We were we were out because I was at um this is when my guy D Will was on the heat the for heat. a second. Yeah. We went down there and I saw him before a game or like a we went to the Kanye concert. Yeah. And I was just talking to this dude. And I was like, this is I wouldn't there's just no way. There's no way I'd hand this, this dude is a like, lot of money. This is on top of like <laughs> yeah. having already heard what he says in the media and yeah, how he yeah, acts. Yeah. Mm, nah, yeah. this is Pat Riley got finessed here. Yeah. But um That'll but be the players won the yeah. NBA. Yeah, hundred percent. He's a guy that. But if he did keep his shit on, he's a guy for the next five years that's going to be wild, impactful. Who, he's gonna, Jimmy Butler? No, just Hassan Whiteside. Oh, Hassan like, Whiteside. If that did pan, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. You if you don't, right? Yeah. So, yeah. You got to pay him. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Kind of like uh, Ben Simmons is a little different. But how you feel about that deal? The Ben Simmons. Guy? Yeah. You had to. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, and I think that that there's, the not potential. The same, there's not the same type of questions around Simmons that there were around Whiteside. I mean, yeah. Simmons is 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 a, is, a, is a great player uh, right now. I've I've said it before. I think the thing with Ben Simmons is he's one of those players now that people have picked him apart so much. Like he's that guy in the league. There's always that guy that gets picked apart so much. Yeah. That you realize. You start to forget what he actually does bring to the table, and the fact that he's a. 6'9". Oh yeah! Anytime he comes up, it's never what he does; it's what he what he. It's can what he do. can't do. Yeah. Doesn't shoot. Hasn't made an NBA three. Hasn't made an NBA three. Yeah, but this dude's been a gamer. Now I will say this: there were moments in the playoffs where it's like, "Yo, bro, you got to be aggressive. You got to be assertive. Like you have to be the number one pick in the draft." You know what I mean? It can't if just be Joel shoot. putting in shifts. But we haven't. It's not even like, "Oh, Crazy. he needs to work on his jumper." We don't even know what it looks like. He won't take them. If I was Ben Simmons this year, straight off the tip, first first possession, I'm, I'm, I'm coming fly. down, letting a thirty footer fly. Letting it fly. I don't care if I airball. I don't even care. But, but he won't. So I mean, it's just it's, it's one of those things where like, yeah, I would have paid him. There's absolutely. I mean, he he will always be an asset unless he gets hurt. He will always have value, and if you need to, you can move off of that deal. Without question. <laughs> Without question. So, I think that's why it was great that they retained Tobias. Because at the end of the day, someone has to get buckets. 
like not just Joel Embiid. And I think Tobias is going to do that. But, dude, the perfect player for them was Jimmy Butler. So I don't know where it went wrong, but the perfect player for them, in my opinion, was because you needed that, hey, get out the way. Ben Simmons, you're not built like this. It's fourth quarter time. Give me the ball. You know what I mean? I'm going to put it on the table, and here I am. You know what I mean? I'm the alpha, like the true alpha. And I think they, they kind of needed that, and that you're not getting that from Simmons and Embiid. Um, I think it's just hard to do as a center, you know, who's just yeah, like it's, that, that it's type back of player. In, it's the days of needing a bucket and coming down and dropping it down to Shaq in the post yeah. and him backing down and getting a bucket, like, that was just not there. Well, and the, yeah, I mean, you need a Shaq. Yeah, that would work if you had a – yeah, but Shaq type I mean, player, yeah, but yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying, right? So, yeah, but you had in this year's in this day and age NBA, a bucket is going to come from a perimeter guy. Period. But while we're on Philly, let's talk about the Horford deal because I know you have been always critical of Horford. I think you finally yeah, came around I know, I've last come around, year. You, you, but maybe you watched a game or two. I'm not sure what happened, <laughs> but uh, no, Al Horford what? impacts winning. Yeah, absolutely, he does impacts winning. Does. And the biggest thing for them, who was. Joel Embiid's biggest nemesis, who Al Horford, Al Horford gave him problems. It was, it was almost like that's how they did was, the deal. It was, yeah, it's like, like yeah, fuck, man, yeah, he can't go anywhere. I don't never want to play yeah. against him again. We're gonna see these guys in the playoffs yeah. every year. Let's just go get this. Embiid can't. This guy kills Embiid. Let's kills just put him. him on the team. Like, like forget it. Kills him defensively. Kills him offensively. So I think them bringing in Horford was such a good deal for them. Like Al Horford brings leadership, he brings defense, he brings playmaking ability, he can stretch the floor a bit, which is something that they needed. You can 100% play him with Joel Embiid, right? Like that that's for anything for a big man for them, you can play him with Joel Embiid, right? So if you're going to play a big man next to Embiid, Horford is like the prototype. He's still ridiculously productive, right? And he's he's a good player to bring around those young guys. And like you said, he was Joel Embiid's biggest nemesis, and he can shoot it. bro. He can shoot the ball. He shoot. He does. He can play, mate. You can run the offense through. He's him. gonna stretch the floor. He's gonna do a lot of different things for them. So I think that that was a great move for them. They still got some holes um, as far as like who's their true point guard, uh, unless they want to play McConnell thirty eight minutes a game. No, McConnell's not there anymore. He uh, signed. Is he gone? Uh, yeah, he signed the Pacers. Maybe it's perfect. Maybe TJ McConnell was going to sign with any NBA team as the Indiana Pacers or the Utah Jazz. That's that's his destiny, is to win playoff games on one of those franchises. But yeah, I mean, I just I I I'm always been big on Horford. I think Horford that's a huge loss for Boston too. Yeah, McConnell um, signed with the Pacers. Okay, that's a huge loss for Boston too. When you kind of look at it, because um, God, they're going to love him in in, in Indiana. Who oh, TJ McConnell? McConnell? Oh, they love him. <laughs> He'll have an avenue by the end of the year. No doubt. McConnell way. Um. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's a Hoosier guy. He's just, he's just gritty. He had his jersey yeah, up in all yeah. the bars and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt. Um, and that's a huge loss for Boston too. Um, I love the Kimba signing. You know, we can touch on that real quick. I love the Kimba signing. I love everything about it. Um, I think if you rank Kimba and Kyrie, yes, overall talent, Kyrie is better, but it's not a huge gap, right? And that talent gap is going to be made up by just how much better of influence Kimba's going to be on that team. It's going to allow the young guys to develop. I think Kyrie, for whatever reason, it didn't gel. We saw it all year. I told everybody early where that was The locker room must have been shit, bro. Terrible. 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 Had to be terrible. That team won only 50 games. That's crazy. Um, So I think you bring Kimba in there. But again, yeah, they're going to miss Horford. You missed that. You know what I mean? So um, those that was a big deal. How do you feel about Kimba in Boston? 
How do you feel about Kimba finally getting his shot? Are you obviously you're happy? We've we've been free Kimba Walker for a long time. Yeah, I mean, the nation of ca- casual basketball fans yeah. are in for a treat because okay. like they're gonna be the Boston Celtics are gonna be on TV way yeah. more than I don't think I saw Charlotte on national I, TV once. I think I only saw him play the Bulls. Like, it, like if that, and it's, or it's, 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 yeah, it was like I never <laughs> yeah, got an ESPN dude. game. Yeah, so like you're in for a treat to see Kemba on that good a team with that good a coach. Um, and you're right, it does fit. That personality fits a little better with Brad. Stevens. A lot better. And um, Kemba's the man, bro. Love Kemba. Kemba's the guy. Never forget the UConn run. Ever. It was it was epic. The what Kemba did is is similar to what Kyrie did in the NBA this year, that year in, in college basketball, that that Big East tournament. What Kyrie did? Uh, Kawhi. Kawhi. Did. Oh yeah, yeah, that Big East tournament to finals run. It was it's kind of similar. Epic. Epic, bro. It was epic. Epic. He played. Well, it was nine straight elimination games. Well, what? So like, Kemba's made what three All Star games? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Something one, like one that. All NBA team. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's been out there balling with balling. no help. It doesn't say shit. shit about it. Doesn't say anything. Keeps doing his thing. Yeah. Kemba's that guy, man. He's fucking East Coast guy. I love Kemba Walker, so I'm excited to see them. All right, let me ask you. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see how he transitions into, okay, I do have some help. Let me. I'm excited to see how he dishes. He's a great playmaker. Yeah, but like that's not his forte, yeah, right? Yeah, so no, like, he's going to He's going to yeah. be forced to dish a little more than he's used to or maybe would even like to. So I'm excited to see how he adjusts to that. Yeah. Because his shots are going to go down. They yeah. have to, right? Yeah, and he'll get so, his regardless. That'll be interesting. All right. Um, Kyrie and KD to the Nets. It's a two-parter. Yeah. So we'll look at year one. Kyrie on this Nets squad. And then when KD comes back, where do you see it? Um, is he going to be healthy? I mean, which I obviously don't have the answer to. But if you had to guess, I mean, where do you where do you see that? You like the move. How do you feel about it? In the short term, long term. I mean, I love them, right? I mean, they like for Brooklyn to be able to lock in Kyrie and KD, it's a it's a big win. Yeah. I'm still not sold on Kyrie being able to do anything by himself per se. So like this year, everyone talking about the Nets in the four slot and shit like that. I think that's a way you you essentially swap D'Lo for Kyrie, right? And do you do you remember how much of a team that Brooklyn Nets squad was? Yeah, they I loved talk, each I other. Talked about them all. Yeah, Jared Allen. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, they were just like they loved to come to the gym and play ball D-Lo together. Had the green light, and everybody else just played hard. And they just Karis loved to Levert, play together. Yeah, yeah. And they, they had no expectations. Coach, well, yeah, it's going to be a little different with Kyrie coming over there. We'll see. Do you want him in your locker room if you're Kenny Atkinson, coach of the Nets? Or I mean, are you? I don't know. Or would they have it been seems just like or could Ky- they have just re-signed D'Lo and just kept it going? If they could have re-signed D'Lo and K- got KD, I would like that more right. than I think them resetting and bringing Ky- Kyrie and KD together. That's another year D'Lo if, becoming the man. If, that, make, if, if that makes sense, yeah, for sure. Now, if I could take D'Lo and KD instead of Kyrie and KD, I think I do that. Really, I think I do that. Why? Um, the person ju- that has to be pure, just a personality thing, a fit and a personality thing. It cannot be basketball Ky- because Kyrie's a better basketball player than Angelo Russell. He is, but I don't think it's by as much as people would that say. One, would, see, would say that one, that one, I disagree with. I think he's, I think he's far ahead of D'Angelo Russell. He's not far ahead of Kimba Walker. I think he's a much better player than D'Angelo Russell is right now. Much better. D'Angelo offers, I don't, his, but man. here's the thing. But here's the thing with D'Angelo Russell. He's 23. 
Yeah. And he's just now getting better. So you you know, I mean, Kyrie's ceiling, like, yeah, he you know what your best Kyrie is going to look like. You know what he is right now. I think with D'Lo, it's like, yo, if this dude keeps getting better, if he becomes a better jump shooter, if he learns how to play any semblance of defense, like, yeah, he could become a lot better. But right now, Kyrie's a better basketball player. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt about it's that. Way better but shooter. I don't know if the gap is as big for him to bring – if he brings that Boston attitude, well, that's the issue. It's like, yo, give me back D'Lo. By all accounts, he's submarine that team. The less, yeah. the a little less quality or a good amount of quality, but fits great. Loves to be here. D'Lo's having fun. And Katie, yeah, man, right. Kyrie, it seems like he wants to be in Brooklyn. That's where he picked. Mm-hmm. Seemed like he wanted to be in Boston too, right? Was and that, that shit went according down. to him at the beginning. Yeah, of the year, right. Like yeah. that went. Awry yeah. in a hurry, yeah. so it all depends on which uh, which Kyrie shows up, and it's it's the fact that we even have to talk about Kyrie like that's kind of disappointing. It is because like especially this late in his career, yeah, like the fact that his attitude and that shit has come up and is as big of a talking point as it is is disappointing for me because it shouldn't be like that. He already has a ring. He he got exactly he's gotten everything he's wanted. His, almost his whole way in his career. Because mm. when he went to Cleveland, he was in a bad spot. LeBron came and saved him. Yeah. Then he gets out of – he gets a ring, gets out of there, goes to his own team, What exactly what he asked for. Then he, he – I don't want to say he smoked it off, but – Ultra talented he was ultra, Yeah, and he was super spoiled about yeah. a bad attitude. Now he gets to go where he wants again. And it's like, I hope he – like – if it doesn't work out for you here, it's you. Yeah, it's like, you, it's, it's, like it's, it's you. It's yeah. even more you yeah, than it's, it's you. Yeah, already like is it really, now. yeah, it's already you right now. But it's yeah. like, yo, if this doesn't work out for you, it's really you, right? You know, what I mean, there's something with you that's just not clicking. But um, yeah, I can't, I can't. You know, we'll see what happens with that. I think so. Okay, so second part, KD. Then, how do you feel he's gonna come back at what 32, 31 um, from that Achilles injury? Obviously, you have some concern, but are you very concerned about? It? I mean, where, where, how do you feel about no, that? No, I'm not very concerned because <clears throat> I was, you, I almost got a little preview of even if he came back with the Achilles kind of banged up, that 11 minutes I saw before he snapped it was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It was vintage. It was legit. He's on one leg. Yeah. He was catching the fire and no problem. Yeah. Over people, knocking everything down. He blew it out when he tried to go one-on-one and blow by someone. Yeah. He's going to need to have a one-on-one game to to get back to that top two, three player in the world discussion. Absolutely, yeah. But I'm not overly, overly concerned about it because he's a slender guy. He's not a big dude like Boogie. He's seven feet tall, though. Yeah. It's a lot of body. But never had any lower body injuries before that. Um, I think he'll be back and he'll be back pretty good. And I think coming off of stuff like D Rose and Kawhi, he doesn't feel right. He won't play. He won't play. I'll be back when I feel one hundred. The Kawhi load management. Yeah, thing was a beautiful like, thing. yes. So like, I think that's a big thing. He doesn't have to worry about people being like, "Come on, we yeah. we need you back. We need you yeah, back." Yeah. And it helps that he's in the East. It helps that Kyrie's already there too. So it's like, hey, do you do what you gotta do to get back and be 100 and come back? So I'm not overly concerned. Um, I do want to comment on that whole Golden State situation. 
I thought what happened yeah. out there was absolutely ridiculous. It was an Achilles from the start. They knew it. We talked about that shit from the beginning. Yep. He grabbed his Achilles when he first injured it. He walked off like it was Achilles. It was in a calf strain. Nah, bro. He had a messed up Achilles. It was an Achilles the whole way. They never diagnosed it as an Achilles. He got tons of pressure to play. Someone had to tell him no. Though he needed someone, and maybe someone did, and he was like, yo, it's the finals. It's, it's not his I call. Gotta, I got to get. Doctors do. Doctors say no. Right. I get it. But maybe the doctor said, hey, you can go. There's a chance that you do do it. And he was like, all right, we don't know, right? But I, we do know Golden State was letting stories leak. Yep. Oh, my God. The players are questioning him and players stuff like that. That was crazy. Him. They never, they never they came never out and defended him. at all. They never said, like, hey, it's up to him. We're going to try to go out and win the title without him. He's hurt. Uh, well, you say players are questioning him. Look, we yo, know we know players. It's Draymond right. Green. But this is what I'm saying yeah. is that. That's the player. They, they in my opinion, got left are getting left off the hook pretty easy for what they ended up doing. He ends up blowing his Achilles out when they knew it was an Achilles injury. They they never ever came out and said it was an Achilles. They they stayed true on that calf shit. He they're getting off easy for what happens. And if he doesn't come back like he's supposed to and that that elite dude and I'm glad to see that he got his max money without question, which I thought was interesting. Like it who was, was never it, who who they it say was wasn't never gonna a offer him the max money the, the Knicks? Knicks. I thought I actually we'll talk about that really quick, but I thought that was interesting that no one ever questioned that he was gonna get the max, which is interesting because I mean he's coming off a blown out Achilles. Yeah. And he's in his thirties. So that's interesting. But they got let off the hook easy for that. Just like I still think about uh Shanahan getting off extremely easy for for ruining for RG3. Ruining RG3's RG3 he, had a torn ACL. He was out there on a torn ACL and then really blew it out. You could t- and he was running them every play. Yeah, it was crazy. So like he Nick, got, he had running naked bootlegs with the quarterback with the torn ACL. He's out there with a the brace. Yeah, I th- he's I, getting tackled, getting up. He's limping to the, to he, the huddle. It was crazy. Uh, that that was the most egregious thing I've ever seen in any sport as far as a coach. Throwing a player out there that had zero business being out on the on the field. He got off easy for that. He 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 was clearly hurt. He got off easy for that, right? So I think Golden State's getting off easy, and I understand. Oh, God, yeah. um, I'm blanking on the GM's name on at Golden State. What's Bob his name? Myers? Bob Myers crying up on the desk. Uh, I'm not you trying to I hear that shit. That. I, I don't give a fuck. Right? Like at the end of the day, y'all needed him to play to try to crying. get that W. So like y'all. F- Y'all did everything in your power to to kind of push him to go play. Yeah, he had no business out there. He blew his he blew his he blew it out right when he made a move that he needed his Achilles in any capacity. It yeah, snapped. it snapped. So th- he was in bad shape. So that whole and to stay on KD and the Knicks, I can't remember. I was talking to someone. I don't remember who it was, but we were talking about that. That whole New York Knicks wouldn't offer KD the max was a media ploy and a cover-up to make it seem like he didn't pick Brooklyn over them. Yeah, It's like, here's a reason why he didn't come to the Knicks. Yeah. They, he would never just voluntarily not come to the Knicks and go to Brooklyn. Like, can that, we all just say, like, like, can we? let me just be clear out here. Yeah. No one wants to go to the Knicks. Who would want to pay, play for that franchise? 
What about anything that the New York Knicks have done over the last, we'll call it, 10 years would make you say as a free agent, man, I want to go play for that team and that owner? It's just very apparent that the owner and the front office matter when it comes to players. Yeah. People, like, I've heard Bulls fans, people that we know, that doesn't matter. AD would come if he wanted to. Nah, man. People don't want to play for Ryan. People don't want to play that. for Reinsdorf or Gar Pax. Yeah. They don't want to play for Dolan. Even they more so wanna, Dolan. They know he's right. crazy. They don't want to deal with he that. He banned Oakley from the garden. People, people, people don't want to play for that. If you want to go live in New York, you can go play for the fucking Nets. All that stuff matters. It 100% matters. All that stuff matters. 100% matters. That's, that's why if you want to talk about team getting off, it's the Lakers. All that dysfunction, they still got where they wanted. You know. Um, but, yeah, who 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 in their right mind wants to play for the Knicks? KD and Kyrie signed with the Knicks to play with who? I mean, Frankie and, Nicotine? I, <laughs> Nicotine? Nicotine? <laughs> they traded Kristaps Porzingis for cap relief. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> cap relief, but I guess, you if know. If you have yeah. to deal with a shit roster. Combined with Dolan, combined with the state tax, combined with how much money you're going to take, like an L on going to New York, yeah, with cost of living and all that shit, yeah. it's just it's, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. Yeah. You still get to play in the garden a couple times a year. Yeah. Like, simple as that. Yeah. So, so let, yeah. me, let me ask you this then, because um, I was thinking about this when I was driving up here. So now that all the dust is kind of settled, right, and we'll talk about Russ, Trey, that, that's, that's, that's another story, but... yeah. Who is your favorite in the East? It's gotta be I haven't really talked about like yeah, who who's the best team in the who's gonna represent the East in the NBA Finals? You think it's Philly? It's gotta be Philly, I think. I, I, you don't want to you don't want to discount the Bucks, but I think they take a step back for sure. Yeah, you think? I think the uh, I think the Brogdon loss was huge. Yeah, I would have much rather paid Brogdon than Chris Middleton. Hundred, ah, I don't know about a hundred percent, but I would have really tried to keep Brogdon. Brogdon was fifty million dollars cheaper. Yeah, I hey, love, do, I love Brogdon. Do you think Brogdon could do everything Middleton? Could you let Middleton walk though? And just what? And just slide Brogdon in? No, but I think if you're spend go- that money somewhere, I think else? if your if your philosophy is hey, we're going all in and just going to go over the tax, keep Giannis happy, you have to bring Brogdon back. That's another lifestyle thing, Miritich. It's like I'm out of here, bro. Well, Miritich got yeah, but he got a crazy ass deal um, from Real Madrid or was Real Barcelona. Madrid, Barcelona. You see the money he got? I still think he left a bunch of money on the table. He though. left what some he money get? on the table, but he got dude. He got like it was something crazy. It was like the biggest contract in Euroleague history. I want to say it was like nine, ten million dollars a year. It was something crazy that you would never hear about there. Or maybe twelve million dollars a year. Let's see. I'm looking right now. Yeah, it's on. It's on there. It'll, it'll, you'll see it. Fifty, 50 million. Mil. It was like four years, fifty million or something. No, right? it walks away from potential free agency deal worth fifty. Yeah, he got money from them. Hold on. He got a lot of money from them. I don't. I, I bet you it's like twenty. Mirrors max. Bar. But that just goes back to that whole lifestyle talk. It's like, man, I'm going to Barcelona. My family's out there. I've been. I don't know where his family was, but 
I've lived out there before. I like Spain. I'm out of here, bro. Yeah. Why not? I'm yeah. out of here. I'm I don't, I don't that's even where need I'm to from. deal with it. Yeah. That's where I, I grew up. I don't need to yeah. deal with it like that. Yeah. I'm out. I'm good. Bye. I'm cool. I got punched in the face out here. <laughs> by a, by by Bobby Portis. <laughs> the team stood behind the dude that punched hey, me in the face. Hey. Who is this? Yeah, dude. And yeah, they don't even yeah, they still yeah. don't like me. They still don't like me. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, the East is interesting. So you got me. So you think Philly, then Milwaukee. Yeah, Boston. Indiana. Indiana. Indiana got better. Indiana, that, but Brogdon. Yeah. Brogdon and uh Bro- yo, Brogdon and Depot is a nice little backcourt. Miles yeah, Turner. For the, yeah, for the three four seed. Come on, let's be real. Let's like, be real. Let's be real. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, yeah, okay. They're, they're gonna threaten to win the East. No. Yeah. No. Could stop. They stop were really it. good before Oladipo got hurt. Yeah, they were really good, and they were really good after he got after he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, they're not with, gonna win the East with no Vic. They're not gonna win the East though. All right. You really think the Patriots can win the East? If the odds were good, I'd take them. If you got good, if you saw something nice on the Pacers on the East, you would take it. It's about value. Odds to win the East. NBA what would you futures. guess? What would you guess? Fifteen to one. <laughs> Plus fifteen hundred. Like what? Nah. All right. This is them to win. Let's see, where are they at? They're in Indianapolis, Indiana. I think these are to win the championship. What are they? Like around plus 3,500. Some good value out there. Yeah, so yeah, like, right I, mean, I mean, so that probably to win the East, they're probably like plus, plus 1,200. Plus 1,200. Something like that, I would right? say plus 1,200. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Hey, stranger things have happened. Let me see. Let's look up there. I mean, Milwaukee is Milwaukee. Yeah, you want to see their actual what well, it is over the Eastern under like their totals. Their win totals. Yeah, fifty-two. No hell no, forty-nine. Let's see. Let's see. How come I can't find these dudes? The Pacers. 46 and a half. Is that what it was? No, that's what it is right now. 46 and a half. FanDuel. FanDuel's got it at 48 and a half. DraftKings got it at 47 and a half. Yeah, yeah 47 and a half. 49. They won 48 last year. Yeah. So, that's pretty close. Yeah. Bulls at 30. That's for all this Bulls talk. Everybody's so happy. We picked up, man. We made so many changes. B plus free agency. Pound the twenty nine wins. Pound the under twenty nine wins. Pound the under. I saw uh, Otto Porter. <laughs> I saw Otto Porter at summer league. Yeah. I was in the Cosmo. I was standing in the Cosmo for a couple of days in the summer, and Otto Porter walked in. I was like, Otto Porter look, just looked like cash. Yeah. He had some Cartiers on, yeah, Rolex. Like, yeah. It's like, man, my, money. my guy just got so much he's, bread. He's, he's, bread. He's so kicking it. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> he me, looked like so much money. 25 a year. Slight. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Let's talk about the Bulls for a little second. All right. I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. We are now the sh- the the Hornets or the Magic. I'd love to say this. I this is I, what we are, though. I disagree. Yo, we got people giving people the Bulls fans are like, this is a step in the right direction. We're gonna, yo, we're gonna be garbage, and we're gonna be. Like and we're gonna be we're gonna continue to be a mediocre basketball team. I think we're a hundred percent. Our standards are shit. I think we're a hundred percent gonna be garbage. Like there's no question about how garbage we're gonna be. But I think the difference between us and like in Orlando, Orlando made the playoffs last year. But us and like a Charlotte is like Charlotte is garbage with no young talent and a bunch of bad contracts. Right? Yeah. We have young talent. I mean, there is hope if these dudes do pan out that we could be a good team, and that that's about as far as I'll go. So I would not put us in that Charlotte, like, perpetual I mean, mediocrity. I mean, as an organization. What do you mean? We've been put, put, we've been but, mediocre no, listen, forever. I'm talking about, like, how Charlotte is in the sense that they win 39 games every year and they're $20 million over the luxury tax. Like, we don't have, <laughs> we're not paying Nicholas Batum $20 million a year, right? We're not trading four first-rounders for Frank Kaminsky and stuff like that. So I think that those are, like, the truly bad franchises like, if you're Charlotte and you're looking at your roster, you're like, oh, man, yeah, maybe Malik Monk will turn into a good player. You know what I mean? With the Bulls, we have the young players who it's like, okay, if these guys turn into something, we have the foundation for something. We're just not going to be good anytime soon. But so the, if you're hoping for the Bulls listen, to be good anytime soon, that's not going to happen. Say we do pan out and Markin is an all-star mm-hmm. and Levine continues to play at an all-star level. Otto Porter contributes great. Wendell ends up being a solid player. Still a 40-win team. Great, but now we have some options to make some moves. I'm just I'm being pessimistic. Yeah. But like I'm just I'm never gonna give I see us as a premier franchise in the NBA, and our expectations have come so far down that people are fired up about the only say that because our team's in the city of Chicago. No, and we have six NBA championships in the nineties. Yeah, but like, but bro, do you like? This is what I'm saying. How far have we come down? I get it. We had Mike. Yeah, and I get it. We got lucky and hit D Rose, and we had a high area right there. That was the peak, and now we're in a valley, and we've been there for. Hey, I'm the biggest Bulls hater in the world, right? Yeah, but I'm not gonna sit here and be like, man, you know who's in a dire situation? The Chicago Bulls. I can't I can't sit here and say that because there is possibilities, there's situations that could work out in our favor, right? And when you look at it, I, I can Charlotte's just like the perfect example. Pull up Charlotte's salary table. Just look at it. Look at who they're paying and for how long they're paying. I, I wasn't comparing like that. the roster. I was just yeah. comparing But those are the situations. The Bulls are in a situation where you have young players and you have hope. Do we have as much hope as Dallas. I mean, but no. two years ago we were paying, we were paying D Wade. We had Rondo on the squad. Like that yeah. was very and Hornets. That was, that was very Hornets. No, Hornets ish of us. The Hornets would have won thirty eight games with that roster. <laughs> so yeah, those. Then that's why we hated those moves, right? But those are short term deals, right? The a bad move for the Bulls is like would have been like, hey, oh, let's go give Chris Middleton one hundred thirty million dollars, right? That's the type of player we're gonna go out and now, now we're gonna build around the bad contracts of Otto Porter and Chris Middleton and Zach Levine, and we have three or four bad contracts, but that's who we're married to for the next however many years because those are the guys that we're paying. We're not in that situation. Levine is tradable if we need to, right? Look at some of the money that went out this year. Someone's going to take $19 million worth of Zach Levine, right? 
that's a tradable deal. So if he becomes an asset later on in the year and we can get something good for him, then flip his ass and continue the re- I have no problem. No, I feel you. Listen. With sucking for two to three years. I really don't. Like, anybody, the people who are like, we need to do this move and that move, and why aren't we involved in this, and why aren't we involved in that? It's like, because we don't need to be. We're not in a position where there's, unless we could pull off two or three really big moves, we couldn't have been good. So why not just let it marinate for a little bit? That's what I'm fine with. I don't want any knee-jerk reactions. I don't want overpaying yeah, B-level guys. Because we did the knee-jerk reaction. And then you're stuck with those contracts. And if you can't move them, you can't move them. There are teams who are just now getting off of the likes of Alan Crabb and Solomon Hill. Those contracts cripple you. Yeah. Because they're those, like, not Alan quite Crabb. max, but, like, he's getting $20 million, How the fuck? Look at Memphis sitting there with $20 million of Chandler Parsons. Just like, what do we do with this? I don't know. We wanted to be competitive. So we gave Chandler Parsons $100 million. Well, he's trash. We yeah. gave, we're, we're Washington. That's a dire situation. Hey, we were stuck into a bad situation where now we're going to have to get rid of a 26-year-old Bradley Beal just to get some relief. But, hey, we're still paying Jan Mahinmi $16 million. <laughs> you understand what I'm yeah, saying? No, I Those are, we, we might have that situation with Otto Porter coming up if he doesn't get better. Oh, but I mean, yeah, yeah. that's, 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 that that's a bad deal. Saying. That's a bad deal. Yeah. But there's teams that have three or four of those. Yeah, no, I mean, I get what you're saying. And I get that we we do have an upside. Yeah. We, we there 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 is a there's there's light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully the light gets bigger and doesn't stay very yeah. essentially pretty small and we end up just being a mediocre team competing for the seventh seed every single year. Yeah. Right? We were just in a pos- I've said this so many times. I I I just feel like I'm repeating myself, but we were if you go back and look at the 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 cap space we had and the situation that we had the potential to be in we just didn't do what when what we uh, you know how much we i don't i don't know the exact number i can't remember but we had crazy amounts of salary cap when was this this, just, this summer this is 2 years ago okay maybe and we signed when we talked signed D-Wade? When, when we when we landed uh no after D-Wade. when we landed marketing we were going into that when we were, when we signed Otto, we had a trillion dollars in cap space. Yeah, well, we traded for him. Yeah, yeah, we filled it with that. Our cap space we ended up using on Levine, Otto, Fat Young. Like, I mean, but who were you gonna sign? Well, that's what I mean. We're never in the discussion to do like Anthony Davis or anything. But those guys want to go either play with somebody. That's the problem. Or play though. in a situation. Okay, that so is listen. the issue. So listen. You hear me? So listen. So listen. Or those guys want to do like what Kyrie and KD and just said, oh, that's a good group of young players. We'll go play there. So what I'm saying is this. If you're the Bulls and you have what you think could possibly become a group of good young players, right? Right now they're promising they could become good. Well, maybe at that point in time, someone will say, hey, that's a situation I want to go play in because A, it's a, it's a, it's a well-known organization and B, it's a great city, right? But what you can't do, what you can't do is sacrifice that cap space to sign fillers, to sign guys who might get you to 42 wins and get you a couple playoff games. You cannot do that. Isn't that kind of what we did? Isn't Otto Porter a filler? Isn't Thad yeah. Young a filler? Isn't aren't those guys fillers to Otto get us? Porter to, has what two threes left on his deal? Aren't those guys to get us to forty two wins? A two year deal. Those are short term deals. But, but, those but, guys aren't getting us to forty two wins this year. 
No, Who the but, fuck was the Bulls winning 42 games? I mean, we we could potentially you had win to, 37 oh, games. wow. And what NBA? But why not, though? In the same NBA that we watched we, right, last if year? We over, if we overachieve. You said 37 games? If we overachieve like the Kings, like the Nets. You know what I mean? Like, wh- why is it so out of the realm that we can win 37 games? I don't know what league that you're looking at that where Thad Young isn't a filler player. Thad Young's a filler player, but not on, like, on a two-year deal. I'm fine with it. If you give Thad Young four years, right, if you go out and you sign Chris Middleton, right, I liked Brogdon because he was young and he was a point guard, and that was something that we really needed. And for four years of Brogdon, I'm fine with that. But not these guys who don't who make you incrementally better and they end up being on your team for four or five years. That's the issue that I have. Don't go out signing those guys. I'm fine with the Thad Young deal. Who you, whose deal are you looking up? I was just looking up that. It's two years with a third-year option, right? You can buy them out on the third year. Someone will trade. And the other thing with Thad Young is this. You know what Thad Young has? Trade value. Some contender will come around. That's why you signed Thad Young. You might be able to get a couple picks out of his ass in fucking uh, February when teams are like, man, you know what I want? I want a versatile wing forward guy that plays D and plays hard. We need that. So I, now you trade that. I feel you, but man, what would you have done? I, I just don't, I'm trying to figure out what you no, would have done. I, no, I mean, we did the best we can do. That's yeah. the problem. You understand? That That's where I feel the issue is. The best we can do nowadays is signing Thad Young, going to get Sadoransky, who I like, but like, this is where the Bulls are. This is where we are as a franchise. I think I just need to get off the plateau of us being a yeah, good think, a I, good basketball yeah, franchise and just be like, hey, this is where we are. So, Thad Young, welcome. I, I can't wait for you to be here. I, I can't wait to 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 go to the to go to the United hey. Center and see Thad Young, Zach Levine, Otto. This is what we this is where we're at. I hopped like, off that ledge. Completely I, like I, that's you know what? That's what it is. I haven't jumped off on the, the ledge. ledge. I like uh, I, for some reason, I like to think that we can attract a free agent and get someone at some point. I want to say it was. I a, haven't. I haven't jumped off that ledge yet. I guess maybe that's my. That's, it was in that's this my very problem. room in December. I want to say it happened to me. I took that clean dive right off that ledge and said, "Okay, this is what it is. How do we make the best of this current situation?" Because again, I know you said you, Charlotte was a bad comparison because it was because there are teams. In the NBA, that are stuck in perpetual uh, we're like Orlando. How perpetual. About that? How, does that sound better? The Magic. Yes. Okay. We're, we're not like Orlando. We're the Magic. Because Orlando, I think, was playing Bismack Biombo seventeen minutes. I mean, you can point to bad contracts all over the place. I understand. Orlando doesn't have the promising young talent. We're we have multiple guys who, if you look at it and say, "Hey, if this guy pans out, it's okay." That I don't have a problem with. I think <coughs> I understand what you mean, and when I say that, we're the Magic. And we're the Hornets. I'm not even talking about roster. I'm talking about the perception around the league. Of course. And what franchise we are. Of course. I, I, that makes me sad. That's all I, I'm saying. And I, 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 I yeah. hate that that's what it is. But I think like, there's, there's... when you think of the Jets or you think of... Darnold. Like, you think of... What's another example in the NFL? Like the Bills? You think of... Like, those are the... We're not the bottom, Baron. Like, the Bills are the bottom. Talking about like, prepar- like the Dolphins, yeah, like the Dolphins yeah. or the Panthers, like uh, hold on, like hold on, hold the on. Panthers or whatever. Hold on, the Panthers are whatever franchise stop. Yeah, well, they were in, they went to a but, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, like okay, so do we? Yeah, so like we, it, it, that's kind of where we're at, right? It's like, damn man. Yeah, but I think like, again, man. But once you come off that ledge and look at it for what it is, and say, okay, 
if these players get good, people will want to come play here. Hope That's the hope. That people will want to come play here. That these players develop into something. You have multiple young players. Just play them. Go out there and give Kobe White 30 minutes. I don't care if he's ready. Go out there and let Laurie Markkinen lead the team in touches. Or I guess Zach Levine would, but get him a ton of touches. How about this? Right? I'm excited to see them play this year. We yeah. Got, we got a young PG. I am we got too. a couple young pieces. The, just, Hopefully Markkinen, outside of that February right. he had, or was it January? Just enjoy it. Just the one month. Just, just, I'm, I'm just excited. enjoy just, it. See who makes the right strides. See what it could look like. See the beginnings of what, hey, let's fast forward. 365 days from now, what will this look like? You might be surprised. Yo, then the other thing, and too, I'm, And is, again, I'm not I'm not C-Red Fred. I'm not one of these fucking, I love what Garpax has done. Because the path to get us here, I have not enjoyed. Right? But a year ago, it bothered me a lot more. Because I was probably where you are. Like, man, we should be, yeah. But the at Knicks. the same time, it's like, when you're not that situation. You could be the Knicks. Constantly baiting your fans into thinking that everything that you do is geared towards getting the next big thing that you do not get. You have not signed a marquee free agent since Amari Stoudemire. So that that's to me is hell. Hey, we're gonna trade away Porzingis because you know what? KD's coming. Kyrie's coming. AD might want to come here it's too. So, it, yo, it's really they love New York. It's so funny, bro. Which is really tough because I think if they get that number one pick and get Zion, Kyrie, and KD do go there. Great. I think once they miss, well, but, but you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, it's. But you're banking on the lottery. Yeah, that's yeah, the other thing. Bank, that's yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's some hope. On, hey, yeah, hope. Here's some hope, hope baby. Hope. <laughs> I got some hope. You want some? Yeah. Everybody's taking it. That's hope. Hey, if we get this, if it's just ifs. There's not as much ifs. You know when I turned, when I heard the interview where Paxson finally admitted to the fact that this is a full-scale rebuild and didn't mince words yeah. about it and was straightforward about yeah, it. Yeah, that was, that said, was a Thank positive you. look. Right. Because now you, who are in charge of this whole thing, has told me how you feel about it. You're being transparent. That's all I need to hear. That's all I cared about. Fine. Now evaluate this as a rebuild, not as a team that's trying to contend for anything. And as I'm evaluating the rebuild, I like Kobe White. That was the best we could have done at seven. The thing that sucks about our rebuild is we picked seven three straight years in a row. But, hey, Carter, Markkinen, Kobe White, solid guys. To be honest, for us to pick at seven three years in a row and come out with Kobe, Markkinen, and Wendell is yeah. a big win. And the Otto Porter thing, I understand that like some people hate that deal. And I, I, I completely get it because of the money. But in theory, he's a young guy who was in a terrible situation in Washington, and he played well for us when he was healthy. And if yeah. he comes out and becomes a good player, that turns into a solid deal. You could have done a lot worse than paying a 25-year-old dude $25 million, right? At least they're young guys. It's like these guys that are close to 30 or on the other side of 30 that are making all this money and aren't going to get any better than what they are. That's when it's like, man. And again, you're selling me hope, but you're not selling me like that that like if this it's this hope, that and the third yeah, happens hope. if this domino falls this way yeah oh yeah hey nick way, man if you do this this way you play your card yeah, yeah you play all our card if At we least, get if we get dealt pocket aces we might fucking yeah. win the tournament yeah, yeah, yeah. no shit right the, you know what the, i mean like the hope yeah. is in at least young players that are on the squad on, and yeah and on so rookie deals temper the yeah. expectations a bit but i hear you in the fact that it's frustrating because yeah i think a lot of it is still the d rose era of like we see a championship in our graphs hangover you know, I, I don't really think it's that because I think that that fell in our lap. That was a fucking miracle that we got D Rose, yeah, an absolute miracle. 
And if you remove that, we've been shit forever. It was a miracle that it was a it was an absolute miracle that we got D Rose. Yeah. So, uh, will you pull this up for me, dear? I want to play this clip. Stat Jack that we got D Rose. Yeah. So essentially, uh, will you pull this up for I, me? Oh, you can't really hear, it, but I'm gonna. I'll I want to play, play this clip. Keep it low. It might echo a little bit. Hold on. But Stack, Stack Jack, Jack essentially said that we got D-Rose. right now today. So I can still give you 15 uh, to 20 minutes. You can't really hear in the NBA. I want to play this clip. I think the reason I'm not on the NBA team is because Stack Jack essentially said right now today. I can still give the locker room and coaches and front offices wouldn't even want to deal with that, and that's the problem with the NBA right now. This is Stack Jack. I'm gonna play the clip right now, and I'll let you listen to it too quick hold on one second locker room and coaches in front offices wouldn't even want to deal with that and that's the problem with the nba right now this is stack jack i'm going to play the clip right now and i'll let you listen to it too quick hold on one second 10 20 minutes easy room and coaches in easy front to offices, NBA. i got people a lot of nba teams that's the problem with the nba right now this is stack jack i'm going to play the clip right now i got 15 20 minutes easy hold on one second my bad if that uh overlapped a little bit but it should have started coming through towards the end essentially stack jack is like i can still give you 20 minutes in the league there's yeah. no doubt about that Stack Jacks, Steven Jackson's playing in the, the big three right now. Do you think that he has a valid point in saying that there's people in the league, no one in the league is telling these young dudes, like, you're not working hard enough or you're not doing this. You're not, like, is there, like, if Stack Jack was in Philly, in other words, he'd be on Embiid like, yo, you out of shape, bro. Like, is there anyone in Philly that, could, that has the heart to say that to Embiid? He's the he's the golden child out there, right? His name was Jimmy Butler. Yeah, right. <laughs> but does Stack Jack have a point that not enough people are stepping up <clears throat> and telling people, especially some of these young prima donna guys that are already getting paid all this money, that you're not working hard enough, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. There's no way we're going to win anything if you're acting like this. Yeah, I think the vet. So two things. I think he told he told a, a truth and a lie. The lie is that he could give you 15 to 20 minutes a night. And then <laughs> 41, 41 <laughs> two, years two old. Two truths and a lie. Yeah. So <laughs> the truth is is him personally. Yeah, that is why he's not in the league. He also got sent home. For, I love Stack Jack. You know, all some preface it. Lo- yeah, that. yeah, me too. Did get sent home by Pop on a playoff team. He just straight up cut him right before the playoff. I mean, two weeks before the season yeah. started, they released him. So he's had some issues. With that being said, 
I think today's veteran, like we just talked about it, your Dudley, your Vince Carter, they're more put your arm around the guy. You know, hey, Ben Simmons, it's going to yeah. be all right, man. You're a really good player, man. You got to really believe it like a really good player, man. You got to da-da-da. Yeah, it's the not, little, uh, not, the, the, yeah. what, what do they call that? Love? Not tough love. Not it's, uh, tough love. Not it's tough like love. not it's tough like love. It's like what these else. kids the respond to nowadays. Um, it's not that dog leader who's going to be cussing you out and telling you what it is and all that. And I think that was part of the problem with Jimmy is that Jimmy was that dog leader. That's just how he was. He's used to the Tibbs situation and how it was on the Bulls. And you kind of had those dogs. Whereas a guy like Ben Simmons, I mean, you know, shout out to Australia, but my man is Australia. Yeah. He is not built like that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not, he's not used to that. He's probably never been coached that way in his whole life. He's been told how great he is. And it's just that age now too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every he gets all, I mean, as much hate as he gets on the internet, he's just he's just the he's getting more love than hate, so, and he's not worried about. And it's generational too. Like, and again, I hate to sound like the old guy, right? But I got young people that work for me, like really young people of that nineteen to twenty to twenty one to twenty two range, right? And like, it's true, they respond completely differently, right? They don't respond to like that grittiness and like that I'm in your face, like. They need to be, like, coddled and explained as to why they need to do something. Yeah. And, like, again, I sound like an old guy, but I, I see it every day. It's like, I can't go in on this person because they won't respond to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, you need that, right? Because this is sports. This is competition. This is talking about getting in shape and playing hard and all that. So I think you got to find that leader that's kind of, like, in between all that, someone who's going to hold them accountable, but at the same time understanding that, like, you can't be like MJ and ride guys out the league, you know? Yeah. So, um, I think he's right. Yeah. I just don't – I always think it's funny. I think if you were to interview 20 former players, right? Yeah. 19 of them would tell you that they could play in the NBA right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So – that I always take that with a grain of salt. Like, you know, there's, there's, he, he, he's, he's 41 years old. You know what I mean? If he was like 32, like, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. But, you know, he's 41 years old and, you know, whatever. So, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, Stack Jackson's a no nonsense guy. He yeah. thinks a lot of these dudes are soft. Yeah. And he's essentially, he's saying, man, let me on a squad with some of these soft buzz. I'll let you know exactly what you need to hear. Yeah. I don't care what the coach thinks. I don't care what the, the front office thinks. I'm going to come in here and keep it 100. Great. And that's probably why he's not on the squad. And I think it's more also that he can't give you 20 minutes. He can't give you 20 minutes at all. He looks like he's in good shape, though. Yeah, I'm sure he is, man. He's a professional athlete. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Looking like you're in good shape and being ready to play in an NBA basketball game are two Says completely two different things. Different things. <laughs> um, are we going to touch on the uh, the two uh, those two final moves? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You talk um, about Russell to Houston, and then we didn't really touch on Kawhi. We didn't really I touch was, on the Kawhi Paul George team I was, up. I was just gonna say, what was your favorite uh, move and what you're looking forward to the most? And I was gonna bring up the Kawhi stuff, but yeah, let's talk about the last two. I think you know what, man, the move that I look forward to the most because I think it's the move that put the best the players in the best basketball situation. When you talk about like depth in a roster, yeah, the Clippers have a whip. Yeah, they do. I want like they pretty much. Who did they? Who they didn't really lose anybody. Gallinari. They lost Gallo. Yeah, great. Shay Shay Alexander. Say Gilders Alexander, but you brought in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Paul George. Defensively, resigned Pat Bev, kept Lou, kept Montrezl Harrell. 
Cap Zubac. Lou Will, the, the Lou Williams Memorial, the Jamal Crawford Lou Williams Memorial Award or the Sixth Man of the Year. Um, yeah, like, that has to be renamed, right? It has to be called the, the Williams Crawford. Every year, it's just Jamal Crawford, and then after Jamal Crawford, it was Lou Williams. No doubt. Um, but if you look at that squad, defensively, first of all, you're going to have Pat Bev, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George on the floor together at the same time. Who's getting buckets on the perimeter? I was talking about this the other day. It's all you're going to hear out of those dudes is switch, yeah. switch, switch, switch. Forget about chasing Steph around. Yeah. Forget about chasing all these. They're, they're going to switch everything. They're never going to get tired because they're all they're going to they're all going to be able to. You have Montrezl Harrell bouncing yep. off the walls coming, and they got switch. To, yeah, and they're going to be able to throw Kawhi on people. They're going to be able to throw Paul. They'll throw. It's just crazy. Lou Williams getting buckets. The perimeter is going to be nuts. Yeah, they got like legitimately eight or nine guys that can play. My the what I was going to get to with the Clippers is what I'm looking forward to is. That crosstown rivalry, like that game at Stables on like a Sunday, yeah. it's going to be sick. Be rocking, yeah. Lakers, Clippers, that's just yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of Clippers Absolutely. fans in there now. Yep. It's going to be Lakers fans in there now. It's going to be insane. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to Definitely. most. Um, I also think that Russell Westbrook and James Harden are going to somehow now come into the season with this underdog mentality, and they're going to try to go berserk. Which is going to be insane. So let me, let me ask you this. Initial reaction, and now I've had some time reaction to the uh, Russell Westbrook uh, situation. My initial reaction was, wow, I don't know if James is going to be able to adjust that much because he's the last two years have been purely, I he holds the rock 90% of the game, yeah. right? So I don't know how he's going to adjust. Then I thought about it, and I'm like, I don't necessarily know if he even wants as much usage as he's been getting. Right. But it's just mandatory because that's just what it and is. Paul's been heard. And like, Paul yeah. has been heard, and Paul's not the Paul that he needs to be for them to win the yeah. championship. So it's kind of mandatory that I need to score, play, make, and do everything. Right. And I don't, I, I don't know if he necessarily – I, he he's not gonna have a problem taking a little bit of a backseat to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So like, the more I thought about it in that aspect, I was like, all right, he'll he'll be able to get a little time off. He'll be able to get. He's gonna be able to catch some balls off off driving kicks, like Eli was talking about the other day. James doesn't move out the, without the ball. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but he's not gonna have to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. like, if you want to, the defense is gonna collapse. Go ahead and on Russ. go ahead and let Russ go one on one with your favorite player. Yeah, that's it's, it's a bucket. Yeah, it's a bucket. So like, if you don't want to help, cool. Yeah, yeah. But if you help, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's different, right? So the more I think about it, and like I said, I think that mindset. You guys, y'all go ahead and talk about the Lakers. Y'all go ahead and talk about the Clippers. We're here. We're going to – we'll just go ahead and we'll – We've keep, won two out of the last three MVPs, yeah, but no big we'll deal. Keep, yeah. We'll keep – and I think as much as Russell is an ego, just mental maniac, I think he's a smart dude, and I think he'll have no problem. Russell might go for like 13 dimes this year. Yeah. Like that's the I, I could I could hundred percent see Russell going for like nineteen and thirteen. Yeah. And letting and, and continuing to let 
deferring to James. Well, he could see some shots points. to Paul George. Yeah, it was only 20 this year, I think, Russ. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 20, a little more, but 21, yeah. 21, 22. Right, right, it wasn't right, 29, right, right. 30 that he's right. usually doing. I, I, yeah, my first initial. If he can, yeah. if he can defer to Paul George, he can definitely he can defer, defer to, to James, James Harden. Harden. Yeah. And yeah, 100%. Um, my first initial reaction was, wow, what a, what a crazy trade. Like, I don't know what Houston's trying to do. This isn't going to work. There's only one basketball. These are two of the, not just two of the most highest usage players. These are two highest usage players ever, right? Yeah. Um, respectively. So that was my first reaction. Then the more I thought about it, a few things come into play. Number one, at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook's just a better player than Chris Paul, right? Like, you swapped out a better player. You got a better player in the deal, right? Number two, um, kind of like you said, Russ is going to play hard. He's going to play crazy. He might be a head case a bit, but I think people, he's, like we talk about Ben Simmons. Well, Russell's the ultimate. We have picked you apart so much that now we actually undervalue you, right? It's like you're no longer a good basketball player. It's like, oh, they couldn't get rid of Russell Westbrook. Nobody wants that. Con- I heard someone say that Russell Westbrook is the third worst contract in the NBA. Yeah, it's a fallacy. Almost, almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a fallacy. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. John Wall, like, yeah, that's the worst contract in the NBA. Yeah. Um, but Russell Westbrook is not the third worst contract in the NBA. He makes a lot of money. Yeah, that might be hard to move off of, but he's 30, 31. He still plays hard. He has a ton of value on rebounds and assists, and he's going to go all out. And, yeah, I get it. He can't shoot threes, but you adjust. You got other guys on that squad that can shoot threes. Eric Gordon is still there. He can shoot threes. And like you said, it kind of gives someone to kind of take that pressure off. And you can stagger that. It's going to be interesting to see Russell in a D'Antoni type of mindset offense where he's just – you thought he did whatever he wanted in OKC. This is a true green light. This is going to be yeah. something to see. Yeah. Like, with him, he's just going to be out there running around doing whatever he's he like, wants. He's like, look, Russ, like, last year I gave Daniel House the green light. You get yeah, the greatest like, light you so, want. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting, and I really think that they're going to play into that. You guys are going to talk about the Clippers, yep. and we'll just hang around the three and four seed, and then we get play to the playoffs, the and, we can get, and we can make some noise, no doubt. Do you see any of that mentality in the Warriors? Because they're getting zero pub right now. It's going to be tough for Steph to play by himself. D'Lo. Yeah, we'll see how D-Lo, that works. D-Lo, see, that's the nice thing about it, though. Steph's not going to have to play 35, 36. I mean, you have D'Angelo Russell who can, you know, you can kind of stagger those minutes. You still got Draymond. Clay is coming back. The issue is that after that, it's really it's really slim picking. Yeah, it's barren. No more Igudala. Sean Livingston's a corpse. Um, Quinn yeah, Cook mean, is Quinn, gone. Quinn I didn't realize Cook, Quinn Cook was gone. Quinn Cook was getting was getting a was getting was threes getting a bu- in the playoffs. Yeah, and buckets. he was getting a bunch of minutes. Yeah, he's, and he's not. He's minutes. in L. A. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and the question is, do they give a shit? Yeah. You think they're like, eh? Fine, we'll take a year off of this whole match. We'll move into our building, nice and quiet. You know yeah, I mean? like, are they gonna? Are they built to dig in? Because they're going to have to dig in and really compete with these dudes now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see. Draymond might might have him on that. Uh, Clay proved a lot to me this year that he's a lot tougher than I realized. I knew he could fire it. I knew he could catch and shoot. He seems like a like a bulldog kind of to me now. Yeah. Like I was shocked by like you saw his him attitude. more fiery as yeah, attitude was like, on display. His you attitude, saw like Clay's like whole attitude, yeah. the whole talking shit to Drake thing, everything. Yeah, like, like Aubrey. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. He had more dog in him, or has more dog in him than I realized. Yeah. Clay's um, a dog. So yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, you can't count them out just because they're gonna they they're back to we we're the underdog again. They got three. They got the three same core people that they had before, and they still got a two time MVP, the two best shooters of all time. I think Clay's jumper is better than Steph's. Clay does shit I've never seen. Yeah, he's the way he fires. Catches and lets it go. I, I don't. I don't. You don't. I don't see that. Yeah, he's, uh, Steph crazy. hits crazier jumpers, so I think people are like, "Yo, Steph's just a crazy ball handler. Yeah. He can get it off. Yeah, he can and get it so, off with little to no. And he gets yeah. like he gets crazy shots and comes Clay's off picks. Automatic. He's getting a lot of four point plays and yeah. shit. Clay is just like water. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. There was a like when Steph pulls up. I think it's going in. When Clay pulls up, yeah, I know, know it's, it's going, going in. in yeah. Like I, it's like this is a basket. It's so. Yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting. I'm really looking forward. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the Rockets, just because how that's gonna work. It's just like that dynamic of how is this gonna work. But I'm really interested to see that Clippers Lakers matchup because that's just gonna be rocking. Yeah. And as as much as if you want to admit it or not, LeBron coasted last year. He knew what time it was. He knew this was the year. Yeah. He knew this. LeBron was the year. took a year off, man. He was. He fun. took a year off. I don't think LeBron was bothered by anything that happened last year. I told you this already. Bro, His legacy is signed, sealed, and delivered. He was walking good. into the arena with a red wine. Red wine. Come on, and a goblet. He's not worried. He's not worried about it. He and was not. He's like, hey, this sucks. I'd like to be playing, but I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna go do. He, he saw him all summer. He was kicking it and getting drunk. Yeah, it's he's like just smoking he's, cigars. And he went for like, yeah. 28, eight like, and cool. eight still. I'm gonna kick with my kids in June. Great. Yeah. What are y'all like, up to? I'm gonna go to some games. Don't worry. Let's go, Brownie. You going to play over there? All right, cool. That's great. Let's go. Worry do it. about. Yeah, I'm not worried. It. I got a lot of money. Like, we got some help um, coming. I talked to Rich. Yeah, we're good. We got Rich, help Rich, coming. Rich handled it. Rich was at the lunch with. <laughs> Rich was at the lunch Rich, with. Rich the, just pull up, do anything. <laughs> like so. So let me ask you this. Um, just two quick questions. Number one, if you had to guess, league MVP next year. Wow. League MVP next League year. League MVP. I think Giannis has a good chance to go back to back just because I think he's going to have to do the most. Yeah. Like, but all these other teams are going to be splitting. Like, their numbers aren't going to be too OD. Like, I can't see James' numbers being as crazy as they were this year. Um, LeBron might win it just because you, you know what's going to happen with LeBron if they – have crazy wins and his numbers are back. Yeah. It's going to be that time where the media is like, I think LeBron needs another one. He probably could have won one before. Oh, LeBron probably needs another one. The Lakers MVP have the here. best record in the NBA that they, they for sure you, win it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I can see Kawhi winning it, coming off of what he did. I don't think he'll play enough games. But that's, I was just going to say that. So, I don't think he'll play enough games. Yeah, man. It's interesting. I don't know, I think man. It's Giannis. The thing that's interesting about Giannis, like as far as MVPs go, like is there and like you could maybe D Rose be the only person I could that you could say this about. Has there ever been an MVP where you're like, man, this dude still has so much more left in his game to grow on? You know what I mean? Has there yeah. ever been a lot more, for lack of a better term, incomplete MVP where it's like, wait, Giannis, he's just scratching the surface. It's like, oh, he still doesn't shoot the ball. You know, yeah, he's D Rose still, is a good comparison. D Rose will probably be the best comparison. Even then, I feel like D Rose was more complete. It was yeah. like, oh, D Rose like, can get better at doing this. Like, Ske- like, like Steph is at the top yeah. of his game. Yeah. Um, James, James at the top of his Russ game. Russ were obviously at the top, top of, of their game. It's like, yeah, it's is point. Giannis at the top of his game right now? Like, no. 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 He's no. just fucking really good. Ask Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Ask, ask Kawhi. <laughs> ask Nick Nurse. Ask Kawhi. <laughs> 
Yo, did you see Nick Nurse's lame ass logo hat thing? Yeah, the was, NN. The NN was terrible. Yeah. All right, second question. Um, give me your NBA finals and who wins. The NBA finals. Obviously, it's super. It's we're so far out, but from what I saw out of Kawhi, and what I saw out of Paul George when he was healthy, yeah. And what you saw that Clippers team before they got yeah, there, <laughs> and their defense is, is is still there. And Doc and Doc has the experience. They're going to be interesting. I know they're the favorite right now to come out of the West. Yeah. I think people are still forgetting that LeBron James is LeBron James, too. He's, he's still in the association. Yeah. So, like, I mean. He's going to be fired up this year. If we they're going to be locked in. We talked about him coasting last year. This year, he's like, all right, I'm ready. I, and I can see them. LeBron, this, is the last, this is the run for him. This yeah. is the last, like, three, oh, three years. Oh, this is the last two years. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, he's going to be at the top of his shit last year. I can years. see LeBron walking away, like, at the top. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't I'm want to have that shitty year. I don't want to, like. Fall down. I don't want to deal with. I don't want to be like crumbling. LeBron. You don't see him going out like Mike, like with the last couple of years. Just like you don't think his love to play ball is. is Mike's last year was in nineteen ninety eight when he hit the shot against Utah. But he still. That's what I'm saying. But he still played. Where? When? For Washington. I don't remember. I, I, oh, you don't. I, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> I, I Hey, 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 hey I, I don't catch, recall. I didn't catch you. I don't. I don't, I don't recall. I didn't catch you. <laughs> nah, I didn't catch you. I, I, I don't recall. But but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but imagine if Mike had never played. It was like, yo, you still could have played. But I think LeBron is that. Yeah, I just. I think this leg is yours. He's a different he's, dude, man. Last. Like, yeah, I think he might just be like, fuck it, because. But it's all said and done. He will have played like twenty years in the league. Yeah. Like, what else do I need to do? I don't need to be out here 42 running around. I'm not trying to do the Tom Brady thing. Like, yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, I can't pick the finals, bro. I think it's Clippers. I think it's Clippers or Lakers that come out. And I think it's probably Philly. I think Philly wins the East. I you think ready? they're going to be mean. You ready for this? Yeah. Clippers, Celtics. Okay. Yeah, I think the Celtics uh, were so bad last year that we forgot how good they could be when it's going right. And no, what think, about no Al, though? No so Al, but I, I think you can't understate how negative Kyrie was on the development of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And the most important thing that the Celtics, if you're the Celtics, your number one focus should be the continued development of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, in particular Jason Tatum. And I think without Kyrie there, it allows Tatum to be like the number, the true number two guy. I think you'll have a more defined role. They they spent the whole year trying to get Gordon Hayward back on track. I never seen anything like it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, like I don't know what the deal is with him and Grant Stevens. I've never, I've never seen a player where it's like, yeah, just work yourself back into shape on a playoff team. But yeah. I think he will come back into form. You know, he's had a year. Now he's going to have a, a whole offseason oh of rehabbing. He was so bad last He was year. so bad. He was yeah, terrible. He was he, terrible. He started to get good at the end of the year, but he was terrible for 75% of the year. Yeah. So I think he'll be back. I think that uh, the Horford loss is, is huge. But as much as I killed Stevens last year, and again, I will always say it, I've never no seen anybody. No more Terry either. I've ne- good. I've never seen anybody. Oh, he, was a, he was a good bench player for them. Fine. Fifty-seven Come million. On. But, take, no, but I'm saying like yeah. that's a loss for them. That's a loss. That's a for loss them, for him, him coming off the bench again. Again, you, 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 the, you for sure uh, for, uh, agreed. Yeah, I mean, can't argue that. Um, but they still got Marcus Smart. He's still over there. Um, but didn't they lose Morris too? Yeah. 
So I mean, they lost a couple they pieces. They got, players. but I mean, yeah, they got a shot. They lost some players, but no they doubt. got a shot. I think, I think I, I'm, I'm going Boston right now, and that's a crazy. That's my bold pick. But I think it's gonna be just like last year with the East. You're, you're gonna look at the playoffs in the East and be like, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I think Milwaukee's gonna have the best record again, but you're gonna look at it at the end and be like, I have no idea. Milwaukee, yo, that best record—that's kind of bullish. Very bullish. With D Rose yeah. and like Giannis, yeah, it's like they're just gonna like yeah, you just play hard. You just, Looks, win a listen, ton of games you play harder season, than every then, night every night that was then, Tim's whole thing I just want to play harder yeah. NBA teams take nights off newsflash you know what I mean if you go in there right. into a Detroit on one night they don't feel like playing yeah you're gonna get the W yeah you know what I mean um, but there's no regular season award for winning a lot of games Thanks. Warriors been coasting through the regular season for, since the 73 win one no doubt yeah it's nothing man just, Kawhi didn't even play in the regular <laughs> season <laughs> yo let's leave it right there man Big Nick the Quick, yep. we're back. I'm excited that we're back. We might start kicking out. We should just start kicking out. We'll talk, but yeah, we're yeah. back. We I'm left, back. We left y'all hanging during all this madness, man. But, you know, yeah, definitely, man. Feels yeah, yeah. good to be back. No doubt I'm back in town. I know you see the hat. I got some snapbacks coming. This is it right here. The back's got the little no catch up with the puff embroidery on it. It's hard. Super comfortable, high quality snapback. I got some t-shirts dropping in a couple days. Yeah. You'll see that coming out. Make sure you lock in with us. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever, Google, audio. Follow on Instagram, follow yeah, on Twitter. Follow us everywhere, man. Um, Tell a friend. You already know. For Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up. Sports Talk via Chicago. Tap in with us.